1: R-S-B-E-C-T.
0: Of the In Between podcast, where you'll hear simple solutions for living an extraordinary life. My name is Daniel M.
1: And I'm Christina M.
0: I thought you were going to do the Frank Sinatra song.
1: Oh, Love and Marriage? Yeah. Yeah, he does it so well. We were just listening to this before on YouTube, and I was like, man, I am not going to do him justice. So yeah. we uh, went with. Uh,
0: I don't know who sings RESPECT. <laughs> The funny thing is, though, when I watched Married with Children Uh when I was younger, it's yeah.
1: It's not a good show. No, it's not a good I show. I don't know why no. our parents us. There's a lot of things I'm like, I don't know if we parented, like yeah. people parented back in the day, like completely different. I was like, how are we allowed to watch those kind of shows? But I
0: didn't realize that is, I mean, you know, as, as trashy of a show it was, it was a little classy because they got Frank, Frank Sinatra starting Yeah, each that's about
1: the highest class it went and then it went downhill from there. Okay, well,
0: if you haven't got it so far, we're talking about love and respect today. right, we're actually going to be talking about one of the greatest secrets to a successful marriage because we all need help.
1: We do. And I feel like maybe when we were married... For a couple of years, we're like, man. When we get past the quote unquote seven year itch, remember people would talk about that. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, everything is good. Probably the first year is the hardest, and then by third to sixth year, it's like you're pretty good. And then the seven year itch happens, and I don't know what people said it was, but a lot of marriages broke up. Yeah. I guess and the by seventh then. year was it our was our it most was difficult. really really difficult. We can Which talk we should, about that yeah, we, at a different podcast. Should. Yes, but thankfully we made it through that stronger than ever. The tendency is that like, okay, we made it through the toughest time and now it's sort of smooth sailing. Everything is just going to go fine and dandy and we might hit a few roadblocks, but we've made it through the hardest part so we can keep going. But what's happening?
0: We've been married 13 years now.
1: Mm-hmm. And... Is it 13? 12 years. 12 years. <laughs> 12 years. <laughs> we've
0: been married 12 years now? Yes. <laughs> it's late. Yeah. I mean, friends... Unfortunately, there are some friends, a few of our friends who have gotten divorced Mm -hmm. and parents, friends of not our parents, but friends of our parents. Right. Who've been
1: married for like 25 plus years, maybe even 35 Mm -hmm. plus years and have just decided this is not worth it anymore. Yeah. So how do we come to that point?
0: Yeah. And there's been a book that we've referenced. It's It's been around for a while. Love and Respect by Dr. Emerson, Emerson Egerich. And we're going to be breaking that down over the course of a few episodes. So let's start with the crazy cycle.
1: Mm. Well, it's basically what it is. It's kind of like um, I don't know if y'all have ever been on that tourney thing in the park where there's like a big um, you get on and then someone kind of spins you and and you just go round and round and round till you throw up <laughs> Yeah, One of those Yeah so that's what When we were reading the book I'm like I totally see that Like you jump on And then it just starts spinning out of control And um, you don't know what to do
0: Yeah so. I, like, I like calling it the death cycle
1: That (laughs) yes, yeah. Because Because it really, it really is really. Because you want to either kill the other person Mm. or you want to jump off, um, and do something else or go somewhere else. So yeah, yeah, it's a good.
0: So think about it like on on you know if you're thinking of a circle, mm -hmm. think on the one side love and the other side respect. You know, top love and bottom respect, or however you want to do it. And and the whole idea is without a wife, if 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 a wife doesn't feel loved, Mm -hmm. then the way that she reacts is going to be without respect yes but then if a husband doesn't feel respected then he's not going to love and it just goes around and around it goes so negatively mm-hmm. then both the husband and the wife are not either feeling loved or respected but he on the positive is, way right. right positively if a if a wife feels loved then she is going to respect and if the husband feels respected then he is going to love. So that's why it's a cycle mm-hmm. and and why it sometimes feels crazy because it's like, you know, is it the chicken or the egg who's supposed to go first?
1: So this whole crazy cycle reminds me of a verse in Ephesians 5:33. And it says, "Each one of you must love his wife, so obviously they're talking to husbands, as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband." So, I think the problem lies in the fact that when a husband feels disrespected, um, it's it's hard to love his wife. Mm. Do you agree with that?
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it does. I mean, for me, I anytime we get into a conflict, I usually kind of like a turtle. I'll go into my shell and You'll I will shut really, down. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I will shut down, yep. and, and if I don't feel respected. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to express myself and it takes me a little bit to to get over that.
1: So and when I feel unloved or when a wife feels unloved, um, it's especially hard to respect you or respect her husband. So when you shut down, which we'll talk more about, because that's actually called stonewalling, according Mm. to um, the person who wrote this book. It makes me feel even angrier and feel even more in love. Like, why don't you want to talk to me about this? Why don't you want to sit and discuss this? Because I feel like if I get a fight in a fight with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. then it's like both of us want to sit down and to talk about it and to hash it out. And we don't want to leave until it's figured out and we can say like, oh, I love you again and give a big hug and, you know, I'll call you tomorrow whereas with a husband um especially one of like you know you're saying that you hide back into your shell into mm-hmm. your turtle yep. shell it can be really misinterpreted as you don't care
0: yeah yeah and i mean when i feel disrespected the last thing that I want to do is talk things through. <laughs> so yeah. it's just, and that's why it's the crazy or d- the death cycle. So that's what the entire episode is about. <laughs> how do we, uh, <laughs> end on, <laughs> yeah. how, how, how do we get on it? How do we get out of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are, you know, who makes the first move? If you're on the death cycle, some thoughts for wives, some thoughts for husbands. So you're in for a great episode. And this is maybe as a much- tough one, too. <laughs> yes. Yep. Because I know we've all been there. Yes. Right. And some of you might actually be here right now.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And can we encourage you to not listen to the podcast and start pointing fingers like, oh, yeah, my husband does this or, yeah, my wife does this. Instead, can we agree to listen to this podcast and see, like, what do I need to do to need to change or need to improve on so to speak yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to bring more life and more love or more respect into this marriage
0: yeah because the way that you get off and we're gonna get more into this is not mm-hmm. by pointing fingers and saying no you don't it's more hey i am i apologize yeah or and i feel that, like yes, this precisely
1: let's talk about it
0: all right well christina how do we end up on this crazy cycle anyway then
1: I think it's natural, (laughs) honestly. Human nature. Yes, our sinful nature. Exactly. Getting on the crazy cycle is just so easy. Um, I think that recognizing that you're on the crazy cycle and learning how to keep it from spinning out of control, like flying off of it, is a lot more difficult. Uh, A big question for, for me, and I know from talking to other friends, a big question for a wife is, does my husband love me as much as I love him? So every wife knows she loves her husband. But I think more times than not, we ask ourselves... Does my husband really love me? So, for example, we were talking about this beforehand before pressing record, and Dina was like, "I don't even remember this." <gasps> is that bad? So, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, and thankfully, I have long let it go, so I wasn't like, "What? You don't remember? That was like my arch nemesis." Yes, as except a problem. <laughs> except
0: except when I was like, "What is this example? I don't really understand." Right. You you got pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I think that's natural. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just passionate lots. Of exclamation marks you
0: are very passionate yes
1: i am so which isn't a bad thing no but yeah let's let's uh play this for our audience here (laughs) okay so our example is about tupperware lids and i know right away you're probably like what and exactly, that's what it is. It wasn't really about the issue of the Tupperware wear- lids, this right now. But let's talk about what it is. Okay, so it was our first year of marriage. Both of us would take turns doing the dishes, um, but whoever did the dishes would not put the dishes away. That was sort of our agreement. The other person would dry them and put them away. So every time I would do the dishes, we had lots of Tupperware because we would, you know, take our lunches to work and, you know, leftovers and whatnot. I would wash the Tupperware and wash the Tupperware lids and then leave them to dry. So Daniel would come along, put away all of the dishes and all of the Tupperware bottoms, but he would leave the lids out. Like he didn't tell me anything about putting them (laughs) away later. It was just he would always leave them out. And I would always have to put them away. Yeah. So I would get so frustrated. Like, do you even care that this is the agreement? Like, why are you not putting the lids away? It takes one extra step. And, and I think that's yeah. really hard for me when you can take, not just you, even our kids, or even myself, if I can take that one extra step to finish and complete something, I'll do it.
0: Yeah. And, and this morning after eating cereal, yes. I Put my bowl away. I didn't just put in the sink. 12 years later. And I I, I initially put it in the sink and I was walking away and I was like, one extra step. I can do this. I heard your voice in my head.
1: Well, yeah, there you go. Loud and clear. (laughs) So what happened is, and we're talking about this beforehand, it wasn't about the Tupperware lids. It was the fact that I thought if you loved me and if you really cherished me and appreciated what I did in this house then you would put away the Tupperware lids because that's the agreement. And it's just one extra step.
0: So how did I respond? Because honestly, I don't remember this.
1: <laughs> uh, you were like, you didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, It wasn't because you were trying to hurt me. It wasn't because you were not um, appreciating me. What was the reason?
0: Because they take extra time to drive? Yeah. They're still wet, yeah? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and that's what it was. Yeah. But before that, you it's not like you came out and been like oh honey I'm so sorry I, it wasn't that it wasn't that I don't cherish you or love you it's just I wanted them to dry
0: so in in that moment because I I hear you Christina right now and I I, I still hear the passion I know <laughs> I know you've forgiven me yes, uh, which so. I'm very grateful for but um what I hear from you is that you just didn't feel loved in that moment
1: exactly yeah that's exactly what
0: it was so when when a wife does not feel loved uh, I can even hear in your voice that, you know, the negativity. Starts and to the, rise. And, yeah. And the and frustration. The yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. And there's, and there's complaining and there's criticism might even uh-huh. go up and, you know, which obviously there's that phrase, you know, the whole uh, ball and chain. Now I've never called you a ball and chain. Mm-hmm. I've heard people call, you know, none of our current friends. So don't worry if you, <laughs> I'm not airing <laughs> any secrets you. here. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and, and even when I hear husbands say it, it's not like a, Oh, I'm such a ball. It's more of a joke. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't even want to go there. Right. Thank right. You. But, I appreciate but yeah, that. but the reason that exists or mm-hmm. the reason the phrase, you know, the nagging wife exists or even in Proverbs, it talks about, uh, you know, a, a wife that complains is kind of like a dripping faucet. And, and there's just different illustrations mm-hmm. there. The reason that exists is because it's easy to to get there you know a lot of times when husbands feel that way they're like i can't believe she is like that Mm -hmm. if she only changed her attitude then i would without realizing that hey husbands we're actually probably the reason they're acting that way
1: Mm -hmm. so do you ever question uh my love for you like do do you hear that about husbands or like oh yeah my wife doesn't love me do you hear that
0: no i I don't think so. I don't I don't Do you, think I've ever heard of that.
1: No, I've never heard of that. Now, what I have heard from other guys as you've been talking to them or even like texting is like, uh, I know she loves me, but I don't think she likes me very yeah. much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Have you heard that a lot? Yeah.
0: Or she's mad at me or right. angry at me or, or, you know, I'm in the doghouse or this or that. But I don't really... I mean, I've never thought that you've never loved me. Have you thought
1: I haven't liked you at times?
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. many a times. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest. Yes. <laughs> so why is that? Why, why do guys don't question or not question their wife's love, but they question their wife if they like them?
0: Yeah, and I wonder part of, if part of that is because of the respect.
1: Mm, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, part of it is w- when, when I feel like you dislike me, Mm-hmm. Right. I don't interpret that as you not loving me. Okay. I interpret that as disrespect.
1: Oh, OK. Right.
0: And and sometimes it's, well, how can she act that way? Uh, and and it's not necessarily in my mind. I'm like, oh, I feel so disrespected. You know, cognitively, I don't think that. Mm-hmm. But I think emotionally, I feel that. Hmm. And, I, I feel and I don't feel cherished. I don't feel respected and i don't feel valued in a sense kind of maybe even worthless maybe oh at ouch. some yeah especially when you kind of look at me that way and you have that tang in your voice and <laughs> yeah. it's just like a the
1: finger comes yes up. it was
0: just like a wow, yeah
1: scolding you like yes a child. kind of
0: yeah yeah and there's that yeah i don't know i really know how to explain <laughs> it and i'm like yeah and i'm like Ooh, i don't really know what to say right now
1: <laughs> i better step away
0: yeah so it's kind of like you've changed from that admiring, you know, starry-eyed, ever approving woman that mm-hmm. you were when we were dating, mm-hmm. now to kind of like that uh, mean, angry old lady <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't approve you, approve of you because right. you've just like thrown the ball on their yard and uh-huh. uh, wants to
1: you, hit you with her cane. Uh, yes, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not you, right? Hypothetically. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hypothetically, when you're older and yes. have a cane. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Hopefully you never have nah, a cane. <laughs> I will. <laughs>
1: I'll get a rubber one.
0: <laughs> so in that moment, right, it's it's kind of, it, husbands, we have to make a decision in that moment. Are we going to feed into that? Are we then going to react to that? Are we then going to feel like the victim? Or do we then actually respond and say, hey, okay, well, just, just wait a second. Yes, I understand that I feel the way that I do. Mm-hmm. And yes, my wife has a part to play in that, but I actually also do as well.
1: You have a part to play as
0: well. Yeah. So even yeah. I remember this one time where where we were in the kitchen and, and I was, I, I don't know what I was, I was washing the dishes or I was doing something, putting the dishes away and and you were trying to open the curtains. Mm-hmm. Like we were like, you know, a few feet away from each other, opening the curtains and and the curtain rod fell on you.
1: Yep. Hit me in the
0: head. Yeah. Hit you in the head. And I I mean, I don't, I didn't like go to you and I was like, oh. Are you, so, you hurt? Because the curtain rod's like, it's not heavy. Do it's you like, have a concussion? Do we yeah. need to take you to no, the it's hospital? No, like, it's like a cheapo Ikea, really light, hollow curtain. And I'm like, well, just Yeah, metal. metal yes. But mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, you've been working out a lot. And I'm <laughs> like, you're strong. Apparently. You're you're a strong woman. So I don't... I was just... I think I was just like...
1: Independent. Yeah, I
0: was like, are you okay? You know. I, no, or- no, you
1: didn't even. <laughs> nope. You just washed those Tupperware lids. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and you got really angry at me. I did. Yeah, and it came out in a lot of different ways. It did. And then I felt upset that you were acting to me. In that for, way.
1: Childish, probably. Right? Yes, yeah. we
0: were both. And I was like, yes. "It's just a curtain rod," and, and you were, but you were not feeling love. I
1: wasn't. And then wasn't I, I wasn't feeling cared for. I wasn't feeling
0: respected. Right. And I had to. I forget how we resolved it, but I but I know there's a moment where I was like, "Okay, wait, what did I do?" And I think that's one of the things that we need to understand anytime we're in conflict. You always have to ask yourself, step, step away and say, what did I do to contribute to this? Yep. And that's why part of the first, you know, the way that we get on this cycle, part of it is you get on it un- unaware, you know, unknowingly yeah. and in an unaware way. But one of the ways that you get off of it and begin to get off of it is just by aware being aware that there is a cycle. <laughs> right.
1: So Daniel, from your examples and what you were talking about before, it really sounds like there's a lot of miscommunication happening.
0: Precisely. And in the book, Love and Respect, the author, Dr. Emerson, mentions that husbands and wives sometimes are, it, it, it's almost like they're communicating in code. Huh. And the problem is they don't know how to instinctively decipher the messages that are in code okay. that they send to one another. And there's that popular, what is, what is that phrase? Men are from Mars. Mars remember, and women remember, are from yeah. Venus. And then the whole spaghetti and waffles. waffles and yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the whole idea. So, so what I say is not what you hear and what you think you heard is not what I meant at all. Mm-hmm. I remember recently helping a friend in this and being like, hey, just just remember, okay, just remember that you are always in control of the way that you react you are always in control with what you can now do next. Don't think of yourself as the victim, but actually see yourself as, okay, I've contributed to this. She's contributed to right. this. Just be the man and try to break the death cycle, mm-hmm. right? Deathlock,
1: Right. <laughs> So I love the example that Dr. Emerson uses um, in the book. And he says that men and women see the world with two different colored lenses on. Mm. So, for example, women um, have like pink colored lenses and, okay. and pink Hearing aids. Okay, yeah. So everything that the guy says and does is deciphered with through those pink lenses and um, hearing aids. And so like that, but men, the husbands see it with blue lenses and blue hearing aids. Mm. So when the spirit of your wife you know, deflates, you kind of see her maybe draw back, her eyes get big like saucers, and you suddenly sense an issue, she's sending a code. (laughs) And I love how I've seen this even around like coffee or like, you know, talking to my friends. And the woman will be explaining the story of like a fight that her and her husband had. And then all the ladies are like, what? (laughs) Like, he did what? If he was my husband, I'd smack him. And like kind of going off like that or like really taking the side of the woman because why? They're all interpreting what happened through their pink colored glasses and their pink colored hearing aids. So, and when the wife sees the spirit of her husband deflate or he starts to get angrier, won't talk and his behavior kind of seems childish, it's because he's hearing and seeing everything she does through his blue lenses and blue hearing aids. Mm, that's good. So have you ever been like, so you know how I was talking about how women get together and like, blah, 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 I can't believe we did this. Like, what do you guys do? do? Do you guys do that? Like, are they saying, I can't believe she said that? Or like, well, give me an idea of what happens in, in the man cave.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I'm sure they do. I, I really try not to do that. So <laughs> Why, I, don't, I don't know if it's because I'm scared of you or something like that, but <laughs>
1: Maybe, back to her. maybe she's tapping my phone. <laughs> Always, my name is Siri. <laughs> no, but I mean,
0: when I was dating and when I was in high school, we would do that as guys. Uh-huh. Yeah, we would, we would, you know, try to decipher what the girls were thinking and how to break the code and doing all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But I really try not to gossip. I don't know. Sorry, don't really have a good story there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're a good man, Daniel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and part of that, I mean, when you think about it, even a recent example, right, where this happened, we were playing Rummy Q and, mm-hmm. and we had listed, we had just bought a couch and we were trying to sell our couch and we had gotten a ton of offers on Facebook. Yes. Like a ton of offers. People just kept on, hit, you know, ding, ding, ding. ding. Mm-hmm. And, and then immediately in my mind, I was like, oh, the cost of the couch was too low. You know, I'm thinking supply and demand. I was right. like, oh, maybe we can make a little bit more money because maybe getting a few, you know, it's, it's good to get, you don't want to get no response, right. but to get too many responses probably that you priced it uh, low. Mm-hmm. So when I suggested while we were playing, I was yes. like, oh, Christina, do you think maybe we should take it off and, and relist it at a higher price? What, how did you respond?
1: I was angry. Do you remember? And I was like, well, you do it then. And I like slid <laughs> in my phone. Ever yeah. so gently <laughs> with a little toss. Yeah. <laughs> to you. And he said, go ahead, fix it. Yeah.
0: And in my blue lenses, I'm like, hey, no, this is supply and demand. I mean, we're just, we're trying to make more money on this couch and Mm -hmm. it's going to be all good. I didn't see it through your lenses. Right. Right. Because you saw it as being, oh, everything that you had just done was wrong. Yeah. And that, hey, Daniel, then why don't you just do all of it if you know better? Whereas in my mind and in my mind, like that did not even come across in my brain. Like I didn't even for one moment. Think, oh, Christina is incompetent. She does not know how to price. I can't believe it. like that didn't even come across. Yeah, but that's all in my I was mind. hearing. Yes, precisely. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the different colored lenses yes. and hearing aids yes, going on us there.
1: Starting to step on the crazy <laughs> cycle. That's what it is. Yes. So, Daniel, did you change the price?
0: No, no. <laughs> you know, you know that you know that movie Inside Out yep. where the guy where where they're having dinner and then Riley storms out or something because because the dad's like, oh, we're gonna put our foot down. I can can't believe he said that right. and, and then she went to a room and and the dad's you know all of his emotions like good job team good job we did a great job yes <laughs> and then uh it, it goes to the, the the wife and she's like i can't believe he did that you know and it's just completely different right, right. completely different right. so so, so in my mind i was like oh something's wrong i don't really know what's wrong <laughs> but i probably did something wrong right here so i just apologized And you and I was like, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it that way. I I don't we don't need to take it off. And I was trying to process it in the moment. Mm -hmm. How did you react when I apologized?
1: Well, um, I feel like you were giving me permission and you were listening, you were like opening your arms basically like, Okay, tell me what I did. And I was able to continue and explain that I was hurt and felt like you were personally attacking me, that you were calling me dumb and like you're doing nothing right, like you were saying, and like I know better than you. So I'm just gonna stomp all over you.
0: Yeah. And I I've, I've done that. Yep. <laughs> right. In the way when you've reacted that way in certain situations, I'm like, Oh great, this is awesome. Right. I could do whatever I sure. want. Yeah, but that was not a good night. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> So Dr. Emerson talks, you know, he calls this stonewalling, right? And the more wives complain and criticize, the more husbands will actually withdraw and stonewall. And the sad thing is that the more husbands withdraw and stonewall, the more wives will attack, complain, and criticize, mm-hmm. which is why this is the crazy cycle.
1: Right. So, and y'all, wives, we know why we do this, because we feel like if we can talk and continue to express how we feel or what we want from our husbands and um we think oh they'll finally get it mm-hmm. and they'll finally change yeah but that's not that's communicating to them right disrespect when we're trying to really communicate hey i love you and uh, i want to fix this mm-hmm. between each other but that's not what they're hearing or seeing
0: yeah precisely now before we share how to get off of this crazy cycle
1: oh There's a way to get
0: off. Yes. (laughs) We wanted to share that today's episode is brought to you in part by Audible. And for today's episode, Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. So just go to audibletrial.com slash between to get started.
1: So that means that y'all can get this book, Love and Respect, for free. It is a phenomenal book. And if you are hearing what we're saying, I mean, like... I see myself in this, I've done this many times, then you need this book. Go to audibletrial.com slash between to get started today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash between.
0: So... How do we get off this crazy oh, cycle? Please
1: tell us. Because <laughs> even as we're talking about this, I'm like, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Feeling yeah.
1: the tension rise.
0: So even when we think about that example at the kitchen table, mm-hmm. right? We need to just make you know, we need to come to the decision. We need to make the decision first to know that this cycle exists. Yes. And to then give each other the benefit of the doubt. Right. So for me, uh, I have to believe that you you're not intending to be disrespectful. Now, now, as much as I might feel that uh-huh. right i just need to give you the benefit of the doubt i mean honestly for me i, I grew up with three older sisters and and i there was a lot that went on and i don't need to i mean just think
1: <laughs> three older son.
0: teenage girls oh, in goodness. a house and Under just the
1: same <laughs> oh, lord, right Have so mercy. there's a lot that happened
0: there yep. right? there's a lot that happened that happens in every household and and one thing that i've learned as i Went through that and as I have now been married, we've now been married for 12 years, is that for women, emotions are reality, Mm -hmm. right? And even though, I mean, I did not intend for her to, Christina, to feel that way or to think that way and I was not trying to undermine her Facebook marketplace skills anyway because I was like oh you know it's our shared bank account right and right. you know wouldn't it be good to get an extra fifteen dollars right and then we can and it's just you know that that, that was my my attitude my intention was mm-hmm. not there yet the way you felt was I had to realize and I've come to terms that hey you're feeling something that is not true in my opinion yes but because you're feeling it it's, it's reality true for me yeah it's true mm-hmm. for you so mm-hmm. I need to give you the benefit of the doubt and be like okay as much as I feel disrespected, Christina probably is not intending uh, to actually be that way.
1: So, in the same way, is that I need to give Daniel the benefit of the doubt that though he's coming across to me like he's unloving, that's not the case. That he does love me and that he wants the best for me and he wants the best for us. So, and I know, Daniel, that even though in that moment where I felt like you thought I was dumb or you were better than me, that's not actually what you think and that's not actually what you portray on a daily basis which i'm really thankful for so it really helped me to be able to as you apologized not to fester on that, yeah. not to come back and want to jab you while you're, you know, putting your cards out, so to speak, and not mm. just swipe them all up of me being able to express how I felt and accept your apology. Mm.
0: And I feel like it's taken a long time for us to get to this point.
1: Uh, <laughs> Eleven and a half years. I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, it really is because I remember that there'd be days where we would be working through miscommunication.
1: Right. Like you would apologize and be like, I don't accept your apology, actually.
0: Mm. Yeah. No,
1: because I wasn't giving you the benefit of the doubt that you love me and you're not trying to hurt me.
0: Yeah. So, Christina, who goes first then? Right. Who makes the first move when you're trying to get off this crazy cycle?
1: Mm, You.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's easy. Well,
1: no. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) No, no. <laughs> well, maybe you because you are the more mature one. But actually, Dr. Emerson suggests that the one who sees himself or herself as the most mature wow. should make the first okay, move.
0: Okay, this that that's genius.
1: That sees themselves.
0: That sees himself yes. as the most mature. That yes. is genius.
1: Right. So I think everyone wants to wait for the other person, um, their spouse to make the first move. But Really, can we afford to wait passively for this to happen? No,
0: no. I just feel like it's high school all yeah, over again. Right. I feel there's going to be
1: a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of quiet dinner times around the table, a lot of festering. Like we always talk about, don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be, it's just going to cause a lot more stress than. And really it comes down to, I think pride at that point. Then. It is. It Are is. we just holding on to not saying the first word or not apologizing first because we're actually prideful?
0: Yeah, and part of that is this mental checklist. And friends, if you, if your marriage consists of this constant checklist of, now I have the upper hand, right. they apologized last, they messed up, now I can ask to go on, or I, I can demand to go on this trip mm-hmm. because they let me down there. And, and if your marriage is consistently, and that's how you see your marriage, right. that is not healthy. That is such a... Uh, toxic (laughs) it's a toxic place to be because it's all about taking 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 Mm -hmm. it's this posture of scarcity when in fact loving is about giving without expecting anything in return
1: Mm -hmm. and i think that goes for the same as respect yeah so wives I get it. I have heard this so many times with friends and people like talking to people or even seeing it on, you know, Facebook conversations and stuff. They're like, I-, I can't respect him. My husband is so-and-so. He's done this and that. I get it. I really, really get it. The world today tells us that we need to be strong, independent women. And we're told that respect is earned, not unconditionally given. Plus, we don't want to be hypocrites, right? Like who wants to respect someone who... They don't feel like deserve respect. Yeah. So I love what Dr. Emerson uh, said about this. He said that we are not called to change everything or everyone. We are only called to be obedient and God will handle it from there. So 1 Peter 3.12 says, The eyes of the Lord are on those who do right and his ears are attentive to the prayer. So I think showing respectful behavior when we don't feel respectful is actually evidence of maturity and not being hypocritical.
0: Yeah. And that's why I love what Dr. Emerson says that he who see he or she that sees himself or herself as the most mature is the one that needs to go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, And and husbands, when you feel disrespected, I know sometimes uh, you feel, oh, but she can't treat me this way. I deserve better. And that's such a unhealthy place to be because if you are a boss at work and other people report to you, or if you have some level of influence outside of the home and there are other ladies who are respecting you maybe you're a secretary or a team member and, and you know, they have to respect you because you're the boss, <laughs> right? And, mm-hmm. and, and you feel really respected in those situations. I mean, that is a really dangerous place to be, right? right? You then begin idealizing and comparing. Fantasizing. Yeah, which is why there's so many workplace affairs, affairs. and why there's that stereotype of guys and their secretaries Mm -hmm. going off, doing the hanky-panky on the side, Mm -hmm. right? It's because of this whole love and respect cycle. So husbands, yeah, I know that you're not designed by God to enjoy contempt, to -hmm. enjoy arguing, to enjoy bickering, but God does call us to take the hit. And in his extensive research, Dr. John Gottman concluded that it was very effective actually when a husband could embrace his wife's anger instead of walking away. So as husbands, we need to remember that when our wives vent their feelings, uh, she believes that she's keeping the marriage healthy, right? That she's trying to make the relationship work more smoothly by, by working through and communicating through what is happening. She's not trying to attack you personally, even though that's what it sounds like
1: and feels like, right? It
0: does. And I'm, and and I'm saying this and I'm like, but that's how I feel, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? I really do. And I'm like, well, if things, if the marriage was really going well, we wouldn't have conflict. Or if conflict happens, we would just say, oh, I'm sorry. And that would be it because mm-hmm. I don't really want to talk through it. But we need to remember that, hey, her, her, she's just trying to work through it with you. So Dr. Emerson's suggestion to husbands is this. Instead of running from your wife, will you move toward her?
1: Oh, that's powerful.
0: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. let her move toward you firing those venomous, (laughs) hurtful word darts. Uh, And if you're ready (laughs) to take the hit and be ready to take the hit, you can stop the craziness. And after she vents, realize that she's not attacking you. She's just trying to work through this. You can actually respond, honey, I love you. I don't want this. When you talk this way, I know you're feeling unloved. Let's work on this. I want to come across more lovingly. I apologize for this. And, and, and I, I hope that you would like to actually come across more respectfully as well. So you are bringing that aspect up. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially because you've likely talked about love and respect uh, and and maybe your you husband or you wife are listening to this podcast yourself. Maybe ask your husband, uh, your, you know, your spouse to listen to it as well mm-hmm. and talk about it so that you can share that common language of love and respect.
1: Right. So I love, I mean, we honestly can talk about this forever and ever. And that's why we're actually going to do part two. We'll come up in a few weeks. So we'll continue the conversation next time about how to get on the energizing cycle. So we are off the crazy cycle. We're getting on the energy, <laughs> nice. energizing cycle. And these are key factors to help you stay off of the crazy cycle and continue to love and respect one another. That's good. So that's good. until then, yeah. y'all, we're going to give you a little bit of homework.
0: Yeah. Number one, read the book yes. <laughs> uh, or listen to it. I mean, right. the great thing about Audible is we actually share an account. Mm-hmm. So when we buy a book, we can actually both listen to it. Yes. And to support our podcast, uh, be sure to use the link audibletrial.com slash in between because it does help us uh, if you sign up that way as well.
1: Right. So girls, ladies, so this is your homework until we get to the second episode, part two. All right. Here you go. I want you to try to say this next time you and your husband are in a fight. You ready? You might have to pause and get a pen and paper right now. (laughs)
0: And we'll put this in the show notes. Yes. We'll put this script, this one for the wives and the husbands in the show notes. So inbetween.org slash episode 37.
1: So imagine yourselves right now in the thick of it. Um, like you're arguing you feel like you're talking a lot and screaming and you see your husband start to withdraw like turtle shell this is what i want you to say you know that really felt unloving um did i come across as disrespectful if so i am sorry how can i come across more respectfully Mm, would that be good
0: that would surely discharge the situation yes Yes. right (laughs) yeah that'd be good Okay so Christina, you remember that that's your homework too okay
1: I will do. I will write it on my hand, so it's good and ready yeah.
0: All right, and men, uh, homework for you as well next time you do get into a fight with your wife respond try responding this way hey hey, that felt disrespectful did I come across as unloving once again you're, you're that's the first step, right The first mm-hmm. step is just reminding each other that there is this crazy cycle right that it exists so say that felt disrespectful did i come across as unloving if so i'm sorry how can i come across more lovingly just see how that'll actually diffuse the entire situation
1: No, oh, i can just imagine like you know that emoji with like the heart eyes <laughs> like ding ding, ding. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's talk about this. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: Well, thanks again for listening in to this episode. Uh, I hope you can connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. At InBetweenShow is our handle. If you haven't yet left us a rating and review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, we would appreciate that. But next week, Christina, we actually have an interview.
1: Yes. We had the awesome privilege of interviewing Sue Groner. Not Groner. Yes. Not French. (laughs) Not French. We,
0: we, it's pretty fun. Yeah, we, talk we, about that we for actually
1: a had to clarify that because we do, like, we grew up speaking a little bit of French. Yeah,
0: which is why it's La Croix, not La Croix. Oh, I can't.
1: <laughs> there's, yeah, that's a whole different podcast of everything that people say that's wrong here. But, anyways, okay. So, she is going to be talking about the five forbidden phrases in parenting. Oh, it was so Y'all, good. Y'all, it was so good. It was so, so eye opening. And good. since then, we have been using some of her techniques yeah. and her ideas, and it. Mind blown. Yeah. Life changing.
0: It's been great. Especially if you said go to your room.
1: (laughs) Right. Or wow, that's nice. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. It's good. So thanks again for listening in. Please tell a friend about this podcast. We are so, so, so encouraged. Uh, By the way, every single month, there are more and more downloads. We are so humbled by the response and by the way that this podcast has been growing. So we'd appreciate it uh, if you can tell a friend about it and, yeah, help someone else install the podcast app on their phone. Mm -hmm. And let's continue to grow podcast listening.
1: (laughs) See you next week.
0: This episode was brought to you in part by The Compelled Podcast